0: Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at FaithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. There are many plans of the enemy, Many plans of the enemy, and the major task or plan of hell and Satan himself is to take every person possible to hell with him. He hates God. He hates God's people. He hates people, period. And so they were made in the likeness of God. And so being cast out of heaven Satan's main goal in anger and anguish toward God is to take his uh, uh, creation, take them to hell if he possibly can. And this morning, most of you sitting listening are believers. So he has a plan for us also. That plan is based on the fact that he knows that we have great weapons powerful weapons at our disposal, Uh, weapons like the Word of God, our confession uh, uh, to believe in prayer and uh, to acknowledge the power of God in our lives that the enemy cannot stand against. Demons really do flee from believers, all right? So when we resist, when we rise up, demons flee. And uh, I pray on a regular basis that every plan and scheme and attack of the enemy against our services be cast down under our feet, all right? And so if there happens ever a, a, a demon come into this place, that they will flee because we're worshiping and honoring God and rebuking the forces of darkness. And so that's what we want to see. But there are those that, Walk in or watch online that may have allowed the enemy to oppress you in some area of your life. And that is his plan. He knows believers have weapons. He knows that he is no match for Christ who dwells within us. Therefore, he is no match for us when we walk in the word and the power of the Holy Spirit. So what he does is tries to immobilize us to cause us to be ineffective in the kingdom of God. He tries to get us to get caught up with all of our problems and our wrong reactions to our problems and not focus on God's plan for our lives. God has a plan for your life also. And Satan wants to oppress us because I believe that is his major plan against believers. So he wants to immobilize us, he wants to oppress us. What does the word oppression mean? Well, let me give you the definition it is prolonged, he wants to keep you under bondage forever, it's cruel. It's unjust treatment, it's control. It's terrible to have somebody try to control your life, but the enemy of our soul wants to control every one of us in this building, but by the grace and power of God, he's not gonna do it, amen? So he wants to control us, but we rise up, cast off the yoke from us, and walk in freedom. There's mental pressure, mental pressure, distress. This is all dealing with somebody who is a a product of of the enemy's lies, who is oppressed in their mind, in their life, literally to be governed or controlled by another. Now, oppression is different, of course, than possession. Oppression is mainly uh, the attacks from the outside. I do not believe at all that a Christian could be or can be possessed, all right? When, uh, when Christ comes into our life, the residue of whatever goes, flees uh, the, of hell itself. So no Christian can be possessed walking with God. You don't have to fear the enemy coming in, but we know that in the Bible, Christ encountered many people who were possessed. Uh, I'm sure many of you have encountered someone who was possessed. Um, Years ago, there was a young boy, young man, that was about 20 when I came to this church, that was possessed of demons, and uh, he was weird. And I can still remember walking in and walking by him and him looking at me. Uh, He was like, I I don't want to be his friend. All right. So uh, I didn't know much then uh, as to what I know now. But uh, those kind of people were like, stay away from them. But the day came, the night, whatever it was, where he came to the altar. I don't know if he came on his own or someone brought him. But people gathered around him and through the power of prayer and through the casting out of those spirits, that young man slumped to the floor, delivered by the power of God. And uh, went, back, went back to where he was living, which was a crack house, a drug house. Went in there, was set, sitting on the bed, began to praise God, worship God, got baptized in the Holy Spirit while others were doing dope in the other rooms. Uh, Danny was changed by the power of God. Uh, I won't even tell you some of the things he did. He was a streaker at one time, I'll tell you that, right? So anyway, and so someone can be possessed. We know in the Bible, many people Christ countered were possessed. Uh, Even animals can be possessed as the demoniac there on the shore of Galilee uh, cried out the demons through him, uh, cried out to deliver them into the swine. And uh, they ran down the hill and committed suicide, all right? So uh, killed all the pigs. They'd rather be dead than have a demon in them, all right? In other words, so animals can be possessed. Now I love animals growing up on a farm. I love all all animals, but I have met through the years and I love dogs and I love cats. But through the years I have met a cat or two I thought was demon possessed. All right. I'm just telling, uh, I'm not going to tell you whose cat, but, uh, sitting on a couch one night I turned and the cat was like doing this freaked me out. All right. I thought he was, I, he acted possessed. And so I was afraid he was going to jump on me and claw me. So I uh, moved on and, uh, or he moved on one or the other, but uh, that was only a couple times. But uh, possession is a real thing. And we have encountered uh, several through the years that came in that were possessed literally by a demon. But The oppression is for uh, God, uh, Satan's plan for believers, oppression that attack from without. And he forms or commits a covert action. It's not uh, overt where it's open. No, Satan's plan is to oppress you and I and we not be aware of it. Or we know that something is happening, but we blame it on somebody else. Or we blame it, unfortunately, sometimes even on God. When the real culprit is the enemy or the kingdom of darkness comprised of, I don't know how many demons there are in the world, but there are a lot of them that were cast out with satan when he was cast out so there are demons that we deal with there's only one devil who can be in one place at one time but those demons can be all over the world influencing people and uh uh uh, harassing people and typically it may be people who are being used of god so just go ahead you decide to be used of God, it's okay. Jesus Christ is greater in you than he that is in the world that may try to oppress you. Well, let's go to a Old Testament verse and chapter that it really illustrates this, and the truth of this chapter is paralleled in the New Testament. So, guys, we're going to look at verses 1 and 2 first in Deuteronomy chapter 28. And the Bible says, now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Now there's the key to walking in blessing right there. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations, and uh, all these blessings, say it with me, all these blessings, and then he goes into all this, these incredible blessings in chapter 28, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, Uh, they'll run you down, the blessings of God. Uh, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. So here is God laying out for his people in the Old Testament and laying out for us today that if you obey the voice of the Lord your God and you're diligent to do so, you will walk in blessing. But you go to verse 29 and the whole scene changes. From blessings uh, to uh, oppression. And here we read, and you shall grope at noonday. You shall grope at noonday. There's plenty of light from the sun at noonday, but you're gonna grope like a blind man. You, you're not going to know what you're doing. Uh, you're gonna be lost, uh, as it were, and there are Christians that feel lost. Uh, there are Christians that, that uh, are depressed. Uh, there are Christians that are groping as a blind man in the middle of the, the, the of the day. You shall, look at this, you shall not, prosper in your ways you shall be only oppressed and plundered continually and no one shall save you well thank God today uh, we have a Savior right but there is someone that can save us but there those people that chose to disobey God did not have the provision that we have today through Christ, through the word of God. So the Bible says they will not prosper, they will only be oppressed, they will be plundered constantly. Uh, In other words, these people are going to live in a state of poverty, Uh, physically, financially, emotionally, they're living in a state of poverty. And the sad thing for me or any Christian uh, that loves God and loves people is when you come across a believer that is oppressed. And they're downcast and uh, everything is about them and uh, the problem with life is somebody else caused this uh, or god why doesn't he intervene and so they speak as an oppressed person and uh, they don't even realize where the main where the real enemy is and what caused this in their life Uh, their wrong reaction or their lack of walking in the word and the enemy takes advantage of it. Let me tell you, uh, they're plunder, they don't prosper. I want every person in this building to prosper. Every one of you, those of you at the campuses, those online, out of the atrium, I want you to prosper and you can. The Bible tells us how. Love Jesus, give, I said give you want to prosper without giving right oh no no that doesn't work that way you sow and then you reap there are people like I don't know why God doesn't answer me and God's wondering why why don't you obey the words I mean he's much more gracious than I illustrated them but anyway he's like you need to obey the word and you need to give and it shall be given unto you folks Giving is such an elementary principle in the Word of God. And so I challenge you today. Obey the Word, okay? Uh, Don't be one walking around in poverty. A lady came to me. Oh, she was precious. She struggled. She was a single mom, and she struggled so many years. And uh, one night she came up to me, and she said, I got it, Pastor. I got it. I got it. I started tithing. She had been in our church 27 years at the time. I'm like, thank God, thank God. What could I say? You finally got it. How come it took you 27 years? And I had to stand by, see you walking in hardship for all those years when you didn't have to. God's got a better plan for you. God wants to prosper you. He wants to bless you. That's his plan. All these blessings will run you down. I'm not talking about driving a Rolls Royce, all right? I'm talking about having enough, all right? And a little more extra for giving and blessing in the kingdom of God. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7 says, Christ, he was oppressed and he was afflicted. Christ was oppressed afflicted when on the cross he was oppressed on the cross all the sin of the world was laid on his shoulders he was oppressed so you and I don't have to be oppressed all right so we don't have to be oppressed he won the victory on the cross for you and I Jesus carried everything away that stood between us and the peace of God oppression can come in many ways as we mentioned, finances, number one, mental problems. I'm not saying everybody uh, is oppressed of the enemy that has any problems, but many people that have, and I'm talking about believers, many believers that have problems with their mind uh, is a result of oppression. Instead of uh, something else that they blamed it on or somebody else has told them is the cause of it. Mental oppression comes to a person that allows it in their life. Physical sickness can happen. Family drama. Oh my goodness. As believers, We should be the most kind, loving, forgiving. I mean, we don't let anything stay between us. uh, And uh, uh, we make sure that we are right with everybody. And uh, even if we've had conflict and it's mostly them or all them, we still say, please forgive me Uh, if I offend somebody. uh, Even if they shouldn't be offended and I find out they're offended, I'm going to ask their forgiveness. We don't walk in unforgiveness, amen? All right, so um, recently I heard, unfortunately, of the terrible passing of a child. And this child took his life. He was 10 years old. And I thought to myself, as it hit me, 10-year-old child, my oldest grandson yesterday just turned 11, and the thoughts of him taking his life it just beyond my imagination. I, I just could not imagine that at all ever happening. But here's a child who did. And I'm not saying the parents are at fault at all, but I'm saying what was going on in that child's life that would have caused them to do that? Oppression, lies. Uh, physical stuff, I don't know. But parents, let me say this to you. Let me say, you need to be praying over your children. You need to be rebuking the enemy. Uh, we're entering into the Halloween season. They don't need to be watching horror movies on TV, all right? You don't need, and you don't either, all right? The truth of the matter is, if we sat there and watched one, it would scare us all. Those things are scary. We don't live in fear. We live in faith. All right? And I was up here last night talking about the devil and things about uh, how he works. And all of a sudden, my they realized my battery was going dead. And somebody comes up and taps me on the shoulder. I about f- flipped out. And I have to admit, for a moment there, I was scared. All right? So anyway, I got over it. But... Uh, The enemy can cause fear in your life if you allow him to. He can cause that oppression in any area. He can use things even like movies and those kind of things to oppress us. The Bible says in uh, the Word of God that we are more than conquerors. So parents, Pray for your kids. Rebuke the enemy. Cast down any plan. We don't know all the ways that, that Satan may work or demons may work, and we don't have to know, all right? We just have to know we have power over him. Uh, a parent some time ago walked up to me, and they said, pray for my son. He, he can't sleep at night. And this was just a child. Couldn't sleep at night. And when I heard that, It was like a righteous anger rose up within me, thinking, why can't this child sleep? He should be able to sleep every night. What's going on? And I couldn't tell you at that moment whether there was some demonic thing going on And I didn't have to know that. I just thought, bless God, if it is, he's about to go. All right, so, and so I began to pray and rebuke the enemy and cast down the enemy. And uh, the mother came back, said he slept like a baby that night, and so there's power over any influence of the enemy. Parents, pray for your kids. Tell them you love them. If If you don't normally tell your kids you love them, You better start today telling them you love them. So tell them you love them. The enemy will tell them you don't love them. I said the enemy will tell them you do not love them. So the enemy can gain the foothold if you don't counterbalance that and say, don't you ever not believe I love you because I love you with all my heart, soul, and mind and strength. So we tell them and speak over their lives. We don't, the enemy wants your kids too. So we're not going to let him have us and we're not going to let him have our kids. Yeah. So pray parents, bind the devil. Depression and oppression. It may. We may be responsible. We may, I should say, we may not be responsible for life's problems, but we sure are responsible for handling life's problems in God's way. In other words, we are, respond to problems in God's way, according to his word. That's the way we respond. Depression, oppression comes through mishandling life's problems. It is not the direct result of problems. All right, God says we are blessed and not oppressed. How many of you believe that, all right? We're blessed and not oppressed. There are two main causes Uh, for problems in our life. Number one, the flesh. We don't want to leave that out. The old man, the old carnal nature, the fallen nature of man can cause us some problems. And then the evil spirits that we have been talking about, which can oppress the mind and soul, refusing to let go until compelled to do so by the power of God. In Ephesians chapter four in verse 27, the Bible says, nor Here is Paul talking to Christians, nor give place or nor give any of your life over to the devil. For years growing up, I'd hear people say, I'm gonna give them a piece of my mind. And that clicked with me, and I've always said, no, you should never give anybody a piece of your mind because you don't have very many pieces left, no doubt. You have (laughs) given away so much, So many pieces, you'd hardly have any left. Gonna give him a piece of my mind. We don't say that as Christians, and we don't do that as Christians, all right? We speak in truth, and we balance it with love, but we don't give the devil a place in our mind either because this is what he wants right here. He wants our mind filled with his lies, and he will come through modern culture, and he will use other Religions that he helped form and establish. Religions that don't glorify Jesus Christ and don't recognize him as Lord and Savior. So he has all kinds of religions for those that just want to get a religion, all right? But he realizes that for true believers, he is at a loss to gain a foothold unless we hand it over. So Paul says, don't give any Thing over to the devil. Okay, let me read you a scripture. Uh, well, let me back up. All right, let me just say this before I read it. Don't give anyone a piece of your mind. What part of our minds have we given over to the devil? Wrong thoughts, wrong sights, wrong decisions. Let me back up. Wrong thoughts, wrong sights, wrong decisions, wrong emotions. It's a constant battle. Uh, It really is. It's a battle that's not going to cease. And you don't have to worry about that because um, God has given us everything we need to deal with the enemy whenever he shows up or any demons show up. But it is a constant battle. When Christ went away for the 40 days of fasting and prayer, and then the devil came and tempted him with three great temptations. And then the Bible says, the devil went away for a while. The devil went away for a season, which meant he was coming back. And when he came back, Jesus was ready for him, all right? I'm just telling you, he was ready for him in every situation Um, because the devil knows that he's no match for our Savior, Jesus Christ. He knows that already, and yet he keeps coming. He keeps coming and throwing things against the wall, as it were. Let me give you a verse, this is awesome. John chapter 14, verse 30, it says, Christ saying these words to his disciples, I will no longer talk much with you. Look what he says, I will no longer talk much with you because, or for, the ruler of this world is coming the ruler of this world is coming. Um, What Jesus was saying was the devil himself, who is the ruler of this world, the ruler of this world is coming, and look what Christ says, he has nothing in me. He has nothing in my life. There is nothing in my life, Christ said, that he can try to lay hold to. There's nothing a part of my life, no part of our life that I've given over in any way, shape, or form. So there's nothing in me that he's going to be able to use to influence me in any way. Nothing in me. But the devil is the ruler of this world. Some of you may not knew, have known that. But when Adam and Eve fell, they were placed in charge, the rulers. And when they sinned, the scepter fell into the hands of Satan himself. Now he's the ruler of the world. But for believers he's not our ruler. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and ruler. We're not under we're not under his government, the devil. We're not under his plans. We don't believe what he believes. No. We don't fall for the subtle traps that are laid. No. We're Serving Jesus Christ, and this is our guidebook right here. And so, not what society says, not what the world says, no, no, no. The ruler of this world, and you say, well, I'm not a believer, but he doesn't rule me. Well, yes, he does. Absolutely. Absolutely. You say, I, I am not influenced, I do what I want to do, I, I don't sense any influence in, in my life that the devil has. Well, yes, there is. And I'll tell you why I know there is. Because you are controlled to a certain extent, a great extent, by the ruler of the world and his kingdom of darkness and demons. How do I know? Because you've not accepted Christ yet. You've not accepted Christ because the Bible says he blinds the eyes of those so they cannot see the light of the gospel and their need of Christ. He hardens the heart so that their heart is not tender to God and his word. And so if you're not a believer, you may be listening online. If you're not a believer, then you are controlled by the ruler of this world. Others may be so ultimately controlled, they're possessed, but you have not accepted Christ, so you fall under the sway of the kingdom of darkness. Well, it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the enemy. But Jesus goes on to say, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. In other words, back over in Deuteronomy chapter 28, says, if you would diligently hearken to my word. Here, Jesus is saying, I have diligently hearkened to the word of my Father. Well, let me, uh, let me go on to some, um, some symptoms of evidence that you are controlled or have oppression in your life and uh, then we will read one more scripture and wrap it up. But listen, you're a believer, you love God, but you're not walking in all that God has for you. You are groping sometimes as a person, a blind man in in the darkness, groping. Your mind is confused. You are, as it were, almost bipolar. You act this way, around these people, you act this way around others. You wanna serve Christ, but it seems like you just can't put it into gear to move in that direction. Some signs of oppression or strongholds is number one, extreme mood changes. Number two, addictions to sensual appetites. Number three, isolation from family, isolation. You will, as a believer, you're meant to mingle, all right? Uh, I'm talking righteously. You are, uh, you are meant to have relationship You are meant to be in relationship. You're not meant to stay home in a room by yourself for months at a time. No, I don't care for what reason. You are not meant to be there. And so you're meant to have relationship. But sometimes people, when they are oppressed, they back away. They back away from family. They emotionally detach and... uh, They don't even really know why. They don't even know what's causing it. It's been a complicated path to get there, but ultimately it's because the enemy wants you there, so they isolate themselves. Continual fantasizing mentally, fulfilling roles of evil. Uh, Next, extreme negative self-image. They've got these things going. They speak of, of boastful things, and yet at the same time, to be honest with themselves, they they look at themselves in a self-negative image. They don't like themselves, even though they project something else. Constant signs of self-pity. Um, I know this one too well because that is something that I reverted to when I was uh, an older teenager. It was having pity parties when things didn't go my way. Uh, and what is a pity party? It's a, it's a time when you're just, well, is me. I don't know why everybody doesn't like me. And you invite nobody else to the party. You're the only one there. All right, so you have a pity party. It's just you invite it. Uh, matter of fact, you don't like anybody else. You don't want to invite anybody else, but you need to invite somebody else to your pity party, and they need to speak into your life and say, look, God's got a better plan for you than this. Uh, don't, uh, don't fall into that self-pity stuff. Rise up, be the man, be the woman of God that God wants you to be. And then a desire we don't think we can control. And we've even said it. I, I just can't get victory in this area. That is a lie. That is an agreement with the devil. The Word of God says we can conquer all things, all right? So there is no problem conquering in every area. Then stubbornness. It's a terrible thing to see a stubborn Christian. Uh, we should be loving and kind and not to the place where we're like, uh, I'm not changing my mind. And then a critical, judgmental spirit. Ah. Oh! Oh, this is a terrible one. Christians shouldn't act like this. We shouldn't be judgmental. And if we happen to be on a moment of time, then we ask forgiveness and get it right with God and the person. So we're not critical. We're not judgmental. We don't put other people down. We don't say, I would never do that. You don't know what you would do, all right? So place in the right situation. So we don't think we're more spiritual than somebody else. No, we have a loving attitude toward all. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. The Bible says this: it says, be sober. Now that's a message right there. All right. So uh, <laughs> be sober, all right. Now, what do you think that means? It means be sober. That's what it means. It actually means that. Uh, Peter writing here says, be sober. Uh, I know we're attributing that thought all to alcohol, and and there's other ways to be sober, but alcohol can certainly be included because I want to let you know, when you become oppressed and depressed, one of the things that happens People fall into alcoholism. They fall into drug use. They fall into uh, illicit uh, uh, situations. And so this is what can happen as a result of oppression. But be sober. Be vigilant. Watch. Grow up. Be mature. Because your adversary. We've got an adversary. His name is the devil, all right? He walks about like a roaring lion walks about like a roaring lion. So um, big deal, amen? And so as a result, he walks around as a roaring lion. And um, I know a lion, Uh, generally speaking, none of us really want to walk up to any lions that we may see, Uh, get close to the uh, bars at the zoo or wherever. I am absolutely amazed at the crazy people that go to Africa and get in those vehicles that don't have walls, all right, and they're open, and lions could just jump through and grab a leg and keep going. And I just am in shock that anybody would do such a thing. If I go on a safari, it's going to be with walls all around, around the truck, all right, and where bars where we can see the lion when he gets up close. But this lion, Peter says, is like a roaring lion, like an old roaring lion. Um, And so I know that the average person may be a little fearful of a lion, whether he's old or young. But you and I, when we grow up in our faith and in the knowledge of the word of God, we understand that no, residing in us is a lion also. And he's spoken of in Revelation when no one could open the scroll in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 5. And it says, then, when nobody could open it, then one of the elders said to me, do not weep. See the lion of the tribe of Judah, Jesus Christ himself. The root of David has conquered so that he can open the scroll. He has conquered, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. Wow, he's Jesus, he's the savior. He's majestic, he's all powerful, he's all knowing. Jesus Christ, our Lord and our savior gives us everything we need so we can never have to be oppressed, plundered, continually, walking in poverty, mentally, emotionally, financially. No, that is not God's plan for your life. That's Satan's plan for your life. God is into blessing, and I'm not talking again about Rolls Royces. God is in to blessings, and if that includes a Rolls Royce, I'm not, I'll wave at you and say, bless God. All right, so it's not going to affect me if he gives you one. All right, just anyway. All right, don't put it on credit. All right. So. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.